0: Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Comparison rates not available in all states or situations. Prices vary based on how you buy.
1: Previously on Dungeons
2: & Dragons.
3: We were unknowingly robbed at the last time we were But
2: yet. now you're telling me you have no money. How do you not realize you don't have 500 gold?
4: That is quite a hefty just by weight.
1: Well, in our defense, we didn't know we had 500 gold to start with. That's
3: true. And in my defense, I have quite the bubble booty.
2: There is a job posting board that could get you, perhaps, the money you require to first pay me back. Would food poisoning work for your little endeavor? Yeah, no, this is gonna really do the trick.
1: Yeah, when she sees what's coming out of you, she's not gonna come anywhere near you. Oh, jeez,
3: uh, I walk up to her confidently and I say... I think you you might be the bar, bar I'm looking for.
4: Wonderful, wonderful. Well, come have a
3: seat. Come have oh, a seat. Oh, thank must, you. We I... must
4: figure out what kind of jobs that these dirty
2: jobs are that you will be suggesting to me.
3: Pea collector, uh, odor judge, manual fart releaser, dead person puppetry.
0: Hi, I'm Wise
3: Master Misiks.
0: Well, Wise Master Misiks, I'll return with my friends in the morning. I would expect so. Tomorrow morning, be here. Before the
4: bandits!
2: Welcome to Dungeons and Dragons. We're a D&D 5th edition actual play podcast and I'm your dungeon master, Russ Moore, and with me today is Amy Moore.
3: I knew you were going to say that because I was mouthing along with you. So were you really saying the words or was I making you say the words with my mind? And I play Sullivan Slight.
2: I'm just a puppet. Also with me today, Carla Maxted.
0: Not really comfortable with Amy having that kind of power, but also I kind of like it. So I'm not sure what that says about me. But I play Glimp.
2: She tells me I have to like it.
0: And finally, Tom
1: Lair. Amy totally freaked my mind, <laughs> so it's gonna take me a few minutes to recover.
2: And I'm playing Moot. Well, we're starting with some really weird energy today, everybody. We just talked about how the world was awful, and now how Amy controls everything.
3: Oh, I mean from controlling, controlling my husband the world, to everything
0: the world would be, be so awful. That's, That's true. right.
2: Just, yeah. just me. Your life might be a little
0: harder. Anything that
2: happens in this episode is now Amy's fault.
0: Perfect. Okay.
2: As if I wasn't low-key blamed for stuff anyway. That also means Amy gets all the credit for all the good things. That's true. I'm willing to take that based on the notes I have written down here today.
3: Uh (laughs) (laughs) Uh-oh. Which are not many. wasn't
2: reward party with riches? Magical Mm. items?
3: Oh, no. We have to earn Mm. that money's...
2: You gotta earn, You gotta earn them monies so you can we pay exorbitantly high price potatoes.
3: Potatoes, so potatoes. Hard for our money.
2: I have to say, I really
1: laughed when the episode came out in the feed and was literally called potatoes Me too. with an
2: exclamation mark. It was like, very
0: funny. Potatoes. There's
2: no other name for it. Um where you can help us name things like NPCs and items is over on Patreon. Patreon.com slash dumb dragoncast, where when you are a patron, you get an episode dedicated to you, like today's patron, Michael Newman. Hey,
3: thanks, Newman. Michael
2: Newman. Thank you, Newman. <laughs> Newman. Take on a real Seinfeld vibe here. That's what I was going for. And now, fuck it, let's play D&D. We find the three of you, Moot, Glim, and Sully, standing out in the street in front of a house. The house is blue. The large pillars stand out amongst all the other houses on this street. Glim, you know this is the house of Wise Master Mesix. You are looking down at the note that you took off of the jobs board here in this fine city of El Tirol.
0: So guys, remember, the job that I went to go do, it said, bookkeeper's needed, but not really. I mean, he literally needs book... Keepers, Bandit wizards are trying to steal his personal library of arcane books, and he wanted tough, preferably illiterate bodies to defend the collection until he can secure safer storage. So I went and talked to him, and he thinks that I'm illiterate. There's books everywhere, and they seem like kind of random, but there's books everywhere, like floor to ceiling, everywhere, and... He was acting pretty strange in that he wouldn't let me see him for a very long time. And then I did see him. And I just should warn you before we meet him, he looks a little bit unusual. So maybe just keep that in mind and don't be surprised when you see him. Also, I worked him up from his rate. He was originally offering not very much money, but instead we're going to get 75 gold every for two days work.
3: Is that 75 gold each or 75 gold to split between the three of us? I think each. I feel like I was a real tough negotiator.
1: I like the sound of that. Now, what do you mean this? He what do you mean when you say he looks different?
0: Well, he doesn't look like anyone that I've ever seen before. Yeah, but you've been like nowhere. That's true. You know what? You're right. Maybe he looks normal, and I just ha- haven't seen enough of the world to know.
3: But what does he look like?
0: I don't remember. He's really tall and thin and blue, and is he's very...
1: Like he's sad or depressed?
0: He's, no, like literally blue. Like he had been oh. holding his breath a long time? Well... No, like... Like the sky... Or
3: oh, the actual eyes. coloration of his skin is blue.
0: Yes. Mm. And
3: he's very smooth. His features are very smooth. So, so I should ask about his skincare regimen.
0: Maybe. Unless it turned his skin blue. In which case,
3: only if you want your skin to turn blue. Well, I mean, 75 gold each every two Days is pretty good, but what? How long is this job lasting for? Like how? It's only supposed to take a couple days. Oh,
0: he's just trying to find a place to get his books somewhere else, and these people are trying to get it. These bandit wizards. Oh, the other thing, wizards. He has a really high squeaky voice, so um, just so you know. How important? Just be cool is uh, I guess what I'm saying.
1: How important is this being a literate thing?
0: Um, I think he doesn't want the people to know what the books are about or say. They didn't seem to be anything cohesively secret, but I did pretend that I couldn't read them. So maybe, um, Ixnay the, the note taking.
1: Okay, or maybe I could take my notes in orc. Hmm. I could just be illiterate for common.
0: That's a really good point. Yeah, I mean, it's illiterate. I don't know if all the books were in common, but maybe when we go in, you'll see there's a lot of books. And if they all seem to just be in common or not orcish, then maybe that'd be fine. Okay. Should we get the details about what I've signed us up for?
3: Well, sure. It kind of seems like it's a done deal now. Should we go back and um and uh let the fine gentleman at not a library know that uh, our bill are uh, we're going to pay our bill in just a couple days?
0: Well, I thought uh oh, I already, you guys already, already took care
1: of it.
3: Yeah, Moodle oh. paid it because he did the thing with the vomiting. Remember yeah, I poisoned oh, the dog. Oh yeah. Yeah, sorry. My my thing took a lot longer than I expected. How yeah, how did yours go? Well, I know a lot of gross jobs. Yeah. So well, that's that not was that too sounds surprising. that sounds right. Yeah, I'm was, not
0: surprised. You probably
3: were really good at that. Yeah, job. it was a few hours worth of work, but um, and I feel like I got paid very little for it. Um, let's go. Okay. I mean, we don't oh, I, really need the money anymore, but I guess we do need money. Well, so I mean, yourself. I we
0: do need money. I said that we would do it. He seems pleasant enough. Just yeah, you'll see. And I go knock on the door.
2: Uh, you wait a moment, and then you hear the same v- uh, booming voice come out from the door and says, "Yes."
0: Uh, wise master Six, it's it's Glim and my friends. We're here to we're here to help.
2: Of course, in, and the door unlatches and creak open.
3: Man, this sounds like this guy sounds like fucking the master of his own goddamn domain. Well, it's, you'll see.
2: Uh, You enter and Glim, you see the same setup as previously, but Sully and Moot, you see books piled high to the ceiling in some places and really there's only like a path through them that snakes its way through the living areas and back into this main portion of the house
3: would you say kind of like how mrs kim's antique shop is in gilmore girls oh that's fun yeah don't say that like you've never seen Gilmore Girls multiple times.
2: I, I I'm i I'm presuming it's very packed mm-hmm. with just a snaking path through it.
3: Yeah, like I described. Lost. Yes. Wow, this looks like um like a real book lover's dream. You know, if you're into reading and can do such things like that. And then I look towards, <laughs> I look towards Glim and I'd I thumbs I, I up. Give, I, I, I give him yeah. a thumbs
0: up. I realized I did that mm. silently. It's a podcast. No one knew. <laughs> uh,
2: you make your way back to the curtain where previously, Glim, you had met Wise Master Meeseeks. And from behind the curtain, you hear the same booming voice and says, you now, your friends cannot read, correct?
3: I prefer to be read, too.
1: Yeah, I really like when people do the, the work for me because it's
2: real slow going when I try it. Like one word. I'm legally in
3: hour. blind in one of my eyes.
2: Both of you make a deception rule.
3: 13.
0: 19. Moot's been lying right. to us about right. everything. Who is this guy? Such a good liar. Who knew? Good.
2: Good. All right, prepare yourselves. I'm going to step out from the curtain now. Okay. Are you ready?
0: (laughs) We're we're ready, Wise Master Mezix.
2: The curtain is swiftly drawn back, and you see a hooded figure standing in robes. They step forward towards you. You see blue hands, but they don't have fingers, more just round...
3: Mitten type. <laughs> Mitten
2: type hands come out from oh. the sleeves and they raise towards the hood and lift it up over and you see a smooth headed, um, you can only describe it as somewhat alien in nature with a tuft of small hair off the top and they look up at you and say,
0: well, it's time to move the books now. Okay, we're re- we're ready. Good. What do you need us to do? You're going to move the books some kind of magical way, and we'll just protect you. Or, or are we're are we putting lifting them in boxes. No, well, we could put them in boxes. Um, but yes, I was planning
4: on moving some magically, so they danced like down a hallway. But who is good at at um uh dancing? I'm your guy. Great dancing
1: definitely excellent. Sully.
4: and who's mm-hmm. good at keeping watch we don't want the bandit wizards to sneak up on us as we are transferring all of this wealth of
0: knowledge i can i, I can keep watch excellent i'm i'm quite strong and and big and good keen eyed I, keen eyed
4: I good well i mean we'll keep the big strong one up at the front and the the smaller ones can carry the books behind me that oh, seems wait, like a wait, great idea. Hold on a second. What? He called me big and strong,
3: guys. You are big and strong.
1: Well, I mean I used to be big I thought
3: he was talking about Glim. True. I was talking about Glim.
1: <laughs> oh, it's so that's so uh, embarrassing for me. Yeah. I'm sorry. Common isn't my first language, so sometimes I get confused as to who's being oh, What is
4: your name? Sorry. What is
3: your name? Moot. Good. And your name? Sullivan Slight, but everyone calls me Sully.
4: Great. Neither of you can read,
3: right? Yeah, buddy. Yep. And I have got zero interest, to be honest with you. I have so many other interests. How many? Well, at least seven. Seven.
1: Oh, I think it's more than seven, Sully. Well,
3: you know. List them. Shocksuit Testa, Barnyard Masturbator. <laughs> 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 so you got some new interests from
0: putting together I your did. list. That's two. And Barnyard Masturbator <laughs> made the list.
3: Yeah. It was just so interesting. In the number cool. two cool. slot. Um, cool, cool. Uh, professional crowd, uh, comedian heckler. Um,
1: wait, do you heckle the crowd or the comedian?
3: Yes. Um, <laughs> uh, 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 Clothologist. I can look at you. Is that related to the linens? Well, yes, it's very similar. It's along the same lines. Mm -hmm. Um, uh, Also linens, big fan of linens. Uh, And then I also really enjoy sometimes putting uh, colors on stuff. Um, And then sometimes um, animals intrigue me. (laughs) You
4: are a interesting creature who has information that I do
3: not. I will have to pick your brain later. Which pot? Putting colors on stuff? Banyard masturbator? Shock suit tester? Yes. Well, okay. Well, we got a lot to talk about. Good. So who's keeping watch? Well, I think... Great!
0: No, that's
4: fine. You can keep watch. Okay. You go stand up by the window
0: there. Okay. Okay. Uh... Is the window blocked by books or is <laughs> yes, it Can must, I see You must climb window?
4: over the bo- the books to get to the window.
0: Okay. So I go and I'm like scooting books to the side. Edging my way sideways over to the Careful! window.
4: Careful! Careful with the knowledge
0: that is held within these tomes. And and again, what kind of like, do the books seem No? cohesive it's or like it's like still a is random, it just a just jumble like, of like
3: cookbooks yeah it's like it's
2: like it's as if someone went to the library and it was their first day at the library and they just took out anything that looked like it was halfway interesting that's awesome so no real like I mean you see a couple books that are, are on magic a couple books just on like day to day financing some books on decorating Cooking, a lot
3: of self help,
2: self helps in books there. I'm
0: like, are you there, yep. God? It's me, Margaret. Yep. Yeah. A lot of chicken <laughs> Whole soup. Whole bunch of Judy Blooms the in the corner. Yeah,
2: <laughs> yeah. Uh, Reader's Digest. He's got the full, you know, gamut. Mm.
0: The full abridged yeah. books from Reader's exactly. Digest.
4: Exactly.
2: Exactly. <laughs> uh, so you go up to the window and you are looking out, and he goes up to Moot and says,
4: well, "You, what is your story, one who doesn't
2: speak very good common?" Uh well I'm I'm a half orc.
1: Why just half? Because
2: I'm only half. That's how it works. <laughs> he looks to Sully and says he
4: un- he understands that you don't. Describe something with the same term you use to say it,
3: right? No, obviously he does not understand that. Uh, but let me uh, let you know how. So, um, like his, uh, someone's a human and someone's an orc. And then he, and then Sully makes a lot of real crude gestures and then points at Moot and goes like, ta da. He's a barnyard masturbator then. Well, I don't know what he does on his free time, but.
4: Hmm. We'll have to talk more about both of these things. All right, grab some books. Come with me down this tunnel. And he leads back
2: behind the curtain, and there is a dug-out tunnel that leads down into the ground and back to the west.
3: I grab the lightest-looking pile of books and follow Master I... 6.
1: Also grab a pile of books and cast Mayshan to crab claw up another couple books.
2: Okay, roll dead sweet beautiful d20 footage. Four. Okay, you're good. <laughs> um. Okay, you Does he
3: know what he's aiming for when he rolls that d20? Yeah. Do I? Yeah, cuz he doesn't look like he knows. Is it like more than 10 there's a consequence, less than 10 there's no consequence?
1: I want to say it's like a 5% chance, but I don't remember if it's the 1 or the 20. Uh
2: for the wild magic surge, it's the one. Yeah. Yeah, mm. yeah okay. Um yes. Okay, you all do this. Um M- Me6 looks back at you and says,
4: "You, how did you learn to do that?"
2: Oh, the
1: the crab claw? Yeah, that's sort of my own My own choice on Mage Hand. Maybe you're familiar with it?
4: I am. I had to read about it, though. How did you learn it?
1: Oh, I had a teacher that taught me. Hmm. See, I I have uh, access to wild magic. So I don't read anything to learn magic. I just kind of try it, and sometimes it works. And sometimes it makes me shorter. (laughs)
3: Yeah, imagine this guy, but only, like, seven inches taller. He was magnificent.
2: He goes wide-eyed. He says,
3: that can happen?
2: It did happen, yeah. Wow. I'm drifting into flamingos. I gotta watch out. Glim up at the front, make a perception check as your friends follow Master Me 6 down. Um, you also see books begin to, like... Sorcerer's Apprentice start dancing out of the room following behind you.
0: Uh, Fifteen.
2: As this continues to happen, you see books just jumping to attention one after the other. Uh, you hear um, random yelling coming from the tunnel, like maybe they're doing something wrong. Uh, your friends, that is. Um, you see out and down the street two people who appear to be hooded one one taller one shorter um, walking in the general direction of the house
0: um uh why is master me six yeah just a second i i forgot to ask what the bandit wizards look like
2: he comes trudging up from the basement and says
0: um well
4: there's there's a couple They, they, you know what a wizard looks like?
0: Well, um, I mean, I think, no, wizards can look all sorts of different ways. Okay, but battle wizards specifically, they wear hoods. Oh. Uh, I mean, there's two people approaching wearing hoods right now, do you think? Interesting.
4: Um, yes, that could be them. Are you prepared to do battle? Um... See what they do first, and then maybe okay. decide to prepare to do battle.
0: Do you think that the um, Do you think that the villains that are coming for your books are going to be sneaky, or they're just gonna just gonna barge in and start taking? They books? seem
4: like they are very. In the past experiences I've had with them, very forthcoming with what they are trying to do.
0: Okay, and is what they're trying to do take books, or murder,
4: or... Primarily Mm book-taking, hence the required muscle I need for protecting the books. Okay,
0: well, I'll just... I don't know about the murder. Be careful about that, though. I certainly That sounds like it could be bad. Okay, well, I'll just keep watch on on these two, then. Great, I'm going to give you this.
2: And he hands you a small device. Um, something you've never seen before. It's kind of a, um, it uh, feels hard, like steel, but a little, but not, not quite steel soft. And it kind of crinkles to the touch, um, like it could break at any moment. Um, and he says, just push that button, that one right there. And he pushes a button and it like,
4: so just push that when you want to say something and then i'll be able to hear you. Uh,
0: magic. Oh. Okay. That is that is magic.
3: Did he give her a bag of tinfoil covered leftovers? Cuz that's <laughs>
0: what i'm picturing. I think he gave me a walkie-talkie.
2: Yes, to the second one.
0: Which sounds like i've probably talked about this on this podcast before cuz it is literally one of my favorite terms. Walkie-talkie. It's so it's so literal. It's so adorable. So whimsical. I'm pretty, sure, I'm pretty sure Canadians invented it, and therefore the name, so go Canada. But walkie-talkie sounds like something you would make up for a children's book, but it's not. It's like a real thing, and it's great.
3: Well, think about movies. <laughs> mm-hmm. You know, you're right. In moving. olden <laughs> days,
0: people just came up. It's a up, movie. They were very literal, weren't they? Yeah.
4: I'm going to keep moving books now. <laughs> you just push the
0: button if you need
4: okay. anything. Okay, I'll okay. let you know
0: what, what they do.
2: He runs back down the stairs, and we cut back to Moot and Sully, who have been left alone for the moment, and you're walking down this way carrying the books that you took.
1: He seemed pretty impressed when he saw my magic, eh? Hey?
3: Oh, yeah, he thought you were, you were the bee's knees, my friend.
1: Do bees have knees?
3: Uh, I think their little appendages do bend, so I'm going to say yeah. Hmm. All right. Or are they elbows? Oh. This is a deep conversation <laughs> Moot and Sully are getting up to in the tunnels.
2: Uh, you hear footsteps <laughs> running up behind you again, and he's like,
4: you're doing a great job! Oh. And
2: you round a bend into a wide open underground cavernous chamber.
3: Holy shit.
2: Um, that has books piled up along a far wall and he rushes kind of pushes by you and rushes into this and he says
4: just stack them anywhere
2: what are you doing with all these books
1: wise master music's
4: hiding them from the the, the battle
1: wizards why do they want to steal your books
3: Because they want the knowledge that is contained within them. Couldn't they just go to one of those book places where you can read all those books for free? What is that called? What is that called? Um,
1: I really want Sully to nail this one.
3: (laughs) He can't now that you said that. A bookery?
1: A bookery? You mean a library, Sully? We went to one
3: before. No, that wasn't a library. You went to a library. No, we went to not a library. Oh, it was oh. not a
1: library. That's right.
3: It was not. It was the, right. The the the, the pub, the bar, the, the well-known the... tavern where they charge too much money
4: for their food. Right? Oh, All those wow. potatoes. Yeah, the potatoes. The potatoes is where they get you. They lure you in with how much you get.
3: Well, that, and that's why we had to take some odd jobs around to pay off those potatoes.
4: You had to take
3: a job to pay. Wow! Well, the, you know what? These sticky fingered sons of bitch goblins stole our money. Yeah, so. they
1: were deep in the jam. They were all turned
4: up. There are many words here that don't make any sense, and you will need to explain them all right now!
1: Well, see, Cunt there was a giant... all
4: sorts
3: of fucked there up. There
1: was a giant jam, a jar, or jam, a jar, <laughs> of jam, a jam, a jar. There was a giant jar of jam. <laughs>
3: to jam, to jam, to jam, 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 a jam, a jam, a jar, a jar, jam, 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 jam. We cut back to
2: glim. <laughs> um, The two we figures um, are now standing out front of the house. It seems like they're conversing amongst themselves, pointing up to the house, kind of opening a book, Closing a book, putting it back in their pocket. One of them takes a drink from a flask, puts it back down. It's waving his arms wildly.
3: <laughs> does does Glenn come out and go, I see you already have a book? Nothing to see <laughs> <Yeah>. here. It's <laughs> <laughs> uh, nothing else for you.
0: Uh I think I I'm just gonna I'm just gonna keep keep eyeballing them. Can I see? I guess I can't see any. Just robes.
2: Um, yeah, mostly robes. You see beneath hand that they they look like they have. Pos- they're. I mean, you've seen like. Yeah.
0: They're humanoid.
2: Yes. Okay. They look like humans. Profiles. That's Were the word I was looking, looking for. for us?
3: I don't. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> There's been a lot of hand, wild hand. Yeah, hand yeah motion. trying to
2: figure out what the word profiling is. Not silhouette. It's. Profile. You've seen the profile of them and they appear to be uh, human or at very least humanoid.
0: What about do they have any fingers?
2: They do have fingers. Fingers, interesting.
0: Um, Didn't think I'd be asking that when I started this game, but here we are.
2: Yep, that's fair. Um, Okay, maintaining watch. Yes. Back down. Uh, The books continue moving into the chamber freely. The three of you are just standing there, unless you say you're specifically doing something
3: else. No, I think we're Uh, answering all Master Me Six questions.
2: Deep in it. He is is taking notes as well. And the books are piling up high behind him. Um, Both of you make a perception check.
1: Well, it's a 19 before bonuses, so I'm sure. It'll 11. Be fine. Oh, it's okay. a 19. Uh, I have no
2: bonus for perception. Perfect. Both of you see uh, as the books begin piling up, they're not piling in a structurally sound way. And you see them begin to tip forward towards Wise Master me oh,
3: I dive at him. Look out. And I say, Blue Buddy. And I. Chackle him round the waist to push him over before a stack falls on him.
2: Okay, make uh, some sort of athletics, probably or acrobatics.
3: Well, acrobatics is plus five, which would bring me up to twenty-three.
2: Uh, you dive in front of him, and he, as you know, Moot yells, "Look out!" You dive towards him. Um, he looks behind him, and you push him. And you feel kind of this, like, energy kind of cast out around both of you. And the books falling hit the energy field and kind of fall to the ground. Moot, you see the books hit and almost bounce off of the two of them as they hit the ground.
3: Whoa, what was that? We in some sort of protective bubble.
2: That was really cool.
3: Yes, yes. It's cold. Mage armor
1: Is that is that something you could teach me to do?
4: Well, one who doesn't read, you wouldn't be able to learn it from a book, so I might have to
3: teach you.
1: I mean that would be great. I would I would love that.
3: Can you teach me too? I don't know how to do any magics, but it seems like it'd be real handy.
4: I appreciate your quick reflexes, but you seem like a lost cause in this moment.
3: Yeah, okay, that's good. I don't want to
4: take you away from your passions of barnyard masturbation. Or shark
3: tester? Shark suit tester? Shark suit tester. I forgot to say also keistering. We'll get to that after.
2: He goes and begins uh, teaching you various hand motions and telling you to repeat phrases um, that sort of thing. And we cut back to Glim. Uh The two figures out in the street, you see them kind of just shrug. And one of the, the taller one is like pointing to the door towards the house. Like, just like you can tell he's, you know, maybe telling the smaller person to maybe go knock. And you get that kind of feeling. It's just so
0: hard. Glim just wants to, like, open the door and be like, do you can I what do you need? Do you need help? But she's not going to do that.
2: After a few back and forth, the smaller uh, humanoid, uh, like t- defeatedly, sh- shoulders slumped, just arms hanging, walks up to the door, and then you hear just a weak knock.
0: Uh, I'll go to the door and say, Hello? Yeah, hi. Um...
4: Is, uh, are you the owner of
0: the house? Can I help you with something? Well,
4: um, we have to find the owner of the house.
0: Oh, is it an emergency or are they in danger? it, It could be the end of the world if we don't find the owner of the house. Oh, that's very dramatic. What's the owner's name? Um, well, that
2: depends what he told you. Um, it usually revolves around, you know, some sort of me-seeks. Whatever he puts
4: around that sometimes changes.
0: Please explain. Well, can I, can I come in?
4: Or you come out? I feel like talking through the door is a little impersonal.
0: Hold on. And I pick up the, the, the talkie walkie. Okay. Oh, no, I don't. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I like that you're narrating your
1: steps for the man yeah, on the other side know. of
2: the door.
0: <laughs> I don't say mm-hmm. that out loud.
2: Oops. Well, you said hold on.
0: Yeah. Um, And say, Master Me Six.
2: It's the middle now, and we're back. Off the air,
1: Amy told us she knew what she was going to do.
0: She had something. She was ready,
1: and she nailed it. She
0: really nailed it. It was very good. I think even your mic did. Yeah, it was perfect. Levels
3: did not
4: peak. Wow. Perfect.
3: I, I'm learning. You also, it. I was going for um, maybe like uh, some sort of like uh, Brazilian mm-hmm. um, yep. yeah. soccer yeah. commentator. Yeah. No, I,
0: I no got explanation yeah. exactly what you're yeah. doing. We totally got but it. also, everyone guys, was we there a goal.
4: We did. Where did we reach that goal?
3: On Patreon.
4: Everybody, you're awesome. Over on
2: Patreon.com slash Dumb Dragon Cast, uh, we have goals that we set so that we can do Uh, tangible things for the podcast, as well as special bonus things for our patrons and our listeners. And uh, when we reach this goal, uh, we now have the ability to uh, sign up for a program that will allow us to transcribe our episodes with much greater ease. So it does the bulk of the work and then we just need to go through and fine tune it, which is very cool. And very awesome. So thank you uh, for being a patron. And thank you for listening and spreading the word about us.
3: But you know what I really like about this goal (laughs) and about having a service that can transcribe is that we are becoming more accessible for totally for
0: others for sure it's something we've talked about for so long and there just wasn't like a tangible way to do it
2: then the longer we wait the more more
0: backlog it became
2: and was like oh this is (laughs) a never-ending cycle but now we have a a service that we can do that and more quickly just between the four of us and whoever else wants to help us out send us an email in there and just edit it quickly and cleanly and Hopefully, quickly and cleanly. Well, that that's yet to be seen. Um, but then post that up on our website and wherever we can. And, you know, more people can come listen to us or not listen to us, but enjoy the podcast in another way. So thank you. Um, thank you. Also part of that goal. What do we get to do, everybody? We just decided in our latest Goog Hang Hangout.
1: Oh
3: boy. <laughs> ah, don't, say don't say that. You're yeah, setting, setting that, that up, up a little <laughs>
1: setting high. That setting
3: that up for failure right there. Don't you do that to people.
1: Uh, we are doing a character swap
2: episode. Yes, we
0: are. Are we saying what the specifics? Absolutely.
3: Okay.
2: Let's do it. Who's DMing? Because that got put in the hat too.
3: I rolled the lowest. Mm-hmm. Surprise, surprise. <laughs> yeah. and it was still a good roll. It was still Therefore, a very good roll. It was a 69. So if I'm gonna roll low, might as well roll sexy low. Nice. Right. That's right. And <laughs> sexy low? Is that what yeah. I liked for? Lord, I you don't know. It. Yep. Um sexy low. And I will be DMing because of it.
2: So Amy, give us a little insight onto uh what you're gonna plan.
3: Well, I just got these bitch and dice, so I plan on killing everyone. Oh, Oh! Thank God, this
0: is non-canonical.
2: Yeah, non-canonical game based on that alone. That alone. <laughs> yeah. Um. But then uh, that means Tom and myself and Carla all got different characters because we mm-hmm. we didn't allow ourselves to play a character that we've already played before.
3: Oh, now hold on, I'm the DM. Yes. Yeah. What's your character?
2: I get to play
3: drum roll, moot. How do you feel about that? I
2: feel really great about it. I'm gonna have to brush up on my moodisms. My note taking, my just write a lot of things down while magicking.
3: Calm your shit downing.
2: I will calm my shit down.
3: Everyone will be thusly surprised if Russ ends up not completely fucking everything up and going wild, batshit crazy. Moot
2: is a wild magic sorcerer. It's built in. I know. I mean, wild is in the title.
3: Yes, but but does Moot feel that in his heart? Going on, Tom. Who are you playing?
1: I am playing the one and only Sullivan Slight.
3: Oh yeah, you are doing proud, buddy. How do you feel about yeah. that?
1: Uh, I need to think of a lot of jobs <laughs> that I've done, and it. then just
3: bring them up whenever you want to. Yeah, that's just just slide them into the conversation. Yeah. Work on your accent now.
1: Oh boy, yeah, that's going to be a uh, tough one. <laughs> I'm going to have to just binge episodes of the podcast to like get just,
2: it down. Yeah. We'll have a little. I can we'll send a you,
3: training I, session.
2: Yeah, I can send you just the, her tracks throughout that whole Perfect. thing. Yeah,
3: Carla. Who are you playing? Well,
0: to round out the cast of our two little baby level two characters, (laughs) I will be playing an ancient dragon. (laughs) (laughs) What color? Uh, Brass? Bronze. Copper. These are all the same color, you guys.
3: (laughs) They're completely different metals, Carla. Oh, my God.
0: (laughs) Um, I will be playing... Yes. Copper Dragon, so I'm so excited to see how Amy makes that work, because I'm very powerful. I don't know any of my stats. It's all a fun surprise. It's Taz McKella. Taz
2: McKella.
3: Taz McKella. Now, you
2: may remember Taz McKella from the Dragon Council episode, played by one Katie May of Dungeons, Dice, and Everything Nice, who stole a certain bag from uh, Thea, and yeah. And Amy's yeah. not
3: at all mad about it. It's fine.
2: Yeah. Uh, and Moot and Sully get to team up with an ancient <laughs> Copper Dragon. That's right.
0: (gasps) Uh, I love it. Uh, It's going to be gold. It is. It's going to be great. Patrons suggested who they wanted in the hat for us to like pick who got played, and that's what came up.
2: That's what we get. So if you become a patron at the $5 level or higher, you'll be able to hear that coming up in the next uh, month or so, month or two, depending on when we can get scheduled to, well, when Amy can plan it, and then when we can schedule it.
3: Seven months later.
2: No, we got to do it quickly.
3: 14 years later.
2: (laughs) This is Look, this isn't Austin Powers, okay?
3: The year is 2071. <laughs> uh. The players have grown old.
2: But no, thank you everybody for that. Uh, visit us at patreon.com slash dumbdragoncast to check out all the details about that and our upcoming goal, which is another character swap where we're putting all new names in the hat and it's going to be super awesome. So thank you. And now we'll get you back to the episode. Have a great week. Bye. 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 Down in the, in the cavern, uh, the, you, Moot, and Wise Master Mesix are, um, you're, you're practicing now. You're getting into it. Uh, describe to me how uh, Mesix is, is ex- how you are interpreting what he's telling you.
3: Also, I'm Sully. You, Moot, and Master Mesix.
2: <laughs> you, Moot, and Master Mesix.
3: Yeah, but then you're not talking to me.
2: I didn't say I was talking to you. You moot
3: and oh Master my <laughs> it, There was too much of a pause to sound like you moot and Master me six <laughs> and I'm like, wait a minute, what?
2: Because I was specifying You're who was the you. Who was the you in that moment? You
3: mean this has nothing to do with me?
2: You presently are a lost cause in this moment. So he said.
3: I start to organize the books on by size. <laughs>
2: Uh, sorry, Russ. I start to make a fort. What did you say before Amy jumped in? <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. Um, how describe what you're interpreting from how he's teaching you how to do mage armor? Ah, uh,
1: uh, yeah, I kind of I got the feeling from Wise Master Mesik's that it's it's like you gather energy and it kind of coats your body with it, thus protecting you. So it's like grabbing. I don't want to say like particles, but yeah, grabbing like bits and pieces of energy and kind of creating a, a, a second skin, if you will.
4: Okay, now you go practice over there. I'll push books on you later. Okay, sounds and then great.
2: He picks up the walkie-talkie as he uh, had previously heard Glim's call, and he pushes it.
0: Yeah, what's up? Well, um, the people inside, one of them knocked. They seem to know you. Those are the Battle wizards, don't let them in! They don't seem very battly.
4: That's how they lure you in! With their ability to seem like they're completely incompetent! Okay.
0: Can you. Hmm. Can you explain why? Do you have a feud with them? What's. It seems.
4: What do you want to (laughs) know?
0: Well, why are they... You knew they were coming. Enough to put up a notice.
4: They're trying to get the information before I can get the information.
0: Um... Okay. They don't seem very... Okay. Is that... Music's in there? I put the walkie-talkie away. How do you... How do, you, how do you know me six? Well,
2: we kind of created
0: him. Explain.
2: Well, where we're from, you can push a button
0: and it creates a me six. If I open this door, do you promise I'm not going to have to kill you? I would uh, greatly appreciate
2: it if you didn't kill me.
0: Well, I don't want to have to, but I will if I have to. Uh, oh, okay, I'll You're try it. Not- do you need me to... I'll keep my hands out of my pockets. Okay. I'm going to open the door. You're not going to come in. No. Okay. So I'm going to pull out my war pick. So I look very intimidating. All right. When I open the door. And I'm going to walk out and I guess, like, almost close it behind me.
2: As you step out, you see beneath his, beneath his hood, you see his face. Um, and it's a small... Uh, it kind of looks like a teenage boy, red curly hair. Um, he's got his hands up as he as he described, and he sees you step out, and he's like,
4: "Whoa, I'm just a I'm grandpa! A big dog.
0: I need uh, help." Maybe you could take the hood, take the yeah, hood all the way yeah.
2: down. he he takes the hood down. Yeah, no, uh, I I. You're, you're, you you sound a lot
4: nicer than, than you look. You look scary.
0: Well, I am very strong. So, I mean, it's, I have a destiny. It's a, we don't need to get into that right now. We have a destiny too.
4: And it's to stop Measix from doing what he's supposed to do. Um, What is he supposed to do? Um, well, he was
0: given a task Which was? To learn everything about this world before anyone else. Oh, but you said you're not from this world.
4: No. We kind of found ourselves here. Me6 was created. And that was the first thing that came out of the, the people's mouths we were with. They were trying to be funny. But if he learns all of the things that he could learn, he could cause serious damage before he learns everything
0: else. I'm so confused. Where... Where are you from? Uh, we're from...
4: a place called... Not Here!
0: Is that near Not A Library, or...? Very
4: close, actually. The port... I mean, the... 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 the...
2: hallway is very near there.
0: Okay. So what do you want to do? You want to take Mr. Meesex?
2: The taller figure uh, walks over and he's like look we just need to get the Meesex and um, and then we'll be on our way
0: and you are and I turn and look very intimidating.
2: Well as, as my friend here Kat Silverson said I'm Grandpa Big Dog
0: So Ket is it?
4: Yeah, Keth! K- Kath, Kath Silverson.
0: Hmm. And Grandpa Big Dog, you say? Yep,
2: Grandpa Big Dog. That's that's what they call me.
0: Okay. Well, maybe you could take your hood down, too.
2: All right. He takes his hood down, and there's an older man, um, and he's got very wild and crazy white hair. A uh, bit of drool coming out of his mouth. He takes a sip from his flask as he does so. he says, look, I can show you how we create the me6, but then we got to be able to take the mesics We got we to be able to get rid of it. Otherwise, it could cause the end of your world.
0: So you're going to make another one?
2: <sighs> yeah.
0: Don't act, don't act exasperated with me. I think you're the one creating all of these problems.
2: You're not wrong. Yeah, you're not wrong. He kind of creates a... Shush. If it will help you, I will create a mesix. Give him a small task and he shall disappear.
0: I see. Okay.
2: He pulls out a gray box with a giant red button and he says, here, push it.
0: I'd rather not.
2: (sighs) All right. Well, I would. Seeing how much you were willing to play along, he um, holds it down to Kath and he says, "Just push it." And Kath pushes the button, and out of nowhere, another Me Six and he says,
4: "Hi, I'm Me Six. What
0: can I do for you?"
2: So he says, "Just give him a small task." Oh,
0: could could you pick this up and I pick up a pebble and throw it on the ground?
4: Ooh can
0: I?
2: He reaches down, picks up the pebble, and hands it back to you.
0: Here you go! Great, thanks.
2: You take the pebble, and he says,
0: alright, bye now! And he's gone. I see. So you told this, Me6, he needed to learn everything in the world?
2: Uh, me specifically, no. The people we were drinking with, yes. Hmm.
0: Well, that seems like it was a very bad idea.
2: We cut back down to uh Sully and Moot. And you see Sully throwing books
0: at me. Right, Moot. I was
3: going to say, can I just be hucking books?
4: Yeah, that's
2: great. Look at you guys go. And you see him, you see Wise Master Meeks uh reading through books behind you as they're kind of coming in. He's scanning through them. Are the books hitting me great? at all, Russ, or have I figured it out? Is it like 50/50? <laughs> Uh, yeah. How do we want to determine if this works? Uh, for a first little while, I'm gonna say they hit you. Okay. Uh, how hard do they hit him, Sully? I mean, he would just be lobbing them at me, I think,
1: not like overhand spiking or anything.
3: Well, well, it's, it's Sully. That's why I
2: asked Sully and not Moat. It's hard
3: so, to say. Should have been I, more I specific. Think, I think at first there were a couple lobs. And I think that it was almost like a fun game of catch. Like I, you know, underhand toss one, right? We would catch it and be like, oh, not yet. Oh, not yet. And then I'd start to pick up pace. One after the other, after the other, after the other. And he would lose track of them. And then I think I was just starting like a dodgeball fight. But you got caught up in it. It was so exciting. I did. I got all swept up.
2: Um, Okay, so, yeah, the first few, they make it past and just hit you square in the chest. And then they, you know, he begins going fast. A couple start to work and they glance off of you. Come on,
3: you got to get angry. Yeah, you got to get angry at it. Come on, you got to do this under high pressure situations. You can't be known when it's going to be coming.
2: And then they start just rapid firing at you. And a few of them, like, hit you in the face and the arms. But as you get maybe angry, you tell me how you get as they start actually hitting you. Uh, Don't I, you wish
3: you were a real wizard?
1: <laughs> I get like a <laughs> like an almost like Zen like calmness that's going on. The books aren't affecting me
2: whatsoever anymore, and I've achieved mage armor. They begin bouncing off and flying off of him, and Mesik's is like, "Yes, you
3: did it, one who can't read."
2: Thanks, oh, wise master have- uh, he's, oh,
3: this is boring now.
2: The the books continue to filter in, and then slowly begin to stop. And as he's quickly scanning through them, he reaches the last book,
4: and he says, "Well, I feel like that's all I need to know."
2: And he puts the book down, and then stands there for a moment, and
4: nothing happens. No. Well. How do you, how about you two come with me and we've got to go find more to learn? More to learn? Yeah, well, we haven't learned at all. Look at all these books. There's still apparently something
3: to know.
1: Do we have to go back up and get more books? Well, this should be all the books. I
4: told them all to come follow down behind us.
3: Well, wait, let's, uh, well, okay, now hold on a second. Are you going to, like, secure them in here so that your angry wizards don't get them?
1: What about that book that you wrote? Do you have a copy of that?
3: You wrote a book? I did not write a book. Well, he
1: orated it, right?
3: Yes. I gave a few ideas to someone else who was writing a book. Really? Yeah. What was your book about? Uh gross jobs. Interesting. I just listed gross jobs. Walk with me and tell me about all of your gross jobs. Okay, so I already mentioned Banya Masturbita.
2: As your list continues on, the three of you walk back out of the cavern, and he, like, with a swipe of his hand, the dirt begins to mold back around the room, uh, so securing the books inside. You begin to head back upstairs where we cut back to Glim. Who's speaking with uh, Grandpa Big Dog and Kath Silverson? He's like, "Look, we just need to get past you." Do I we,
0: hear that at all? I do have the door slightly ajar behind me. This um, like, chamber you, closing in on itself.
2: Uh You. I think they, that's were, down they were they were fairly far tunnel. down the tunnel. They're walking back up the tunnel now. Um, you've heard less movement of books. Like you could hear like the books dancing across the room, uh, but now less movement of that. And he's like, "Look, we just need to get past you."
0: Yeah, I'm not going to let you pass me. Hold the, on. Uh, we and can I go take inside, care of the, music. the
2: door. Uh,
0: uh, and are the books all gone now?
2: The books are all gone.
0: Okay. Um do I see or hear them yet?
2: You hear low muffled um uh, noise sound of Sully. Okay,
0: so they're like a ways away still. Yeah. Okay, I'm going to open the door again. What do you mean you're going to take care of the meesix? What are you going to do to the meesix?
2: Um as you as you open back the door, you see that Grandpa Big Dog's hand is on something and he kind of s- sneaks it back into his robe. And he's like, I'm, we're going to get rid of the masics before he learns absolutely everything and can rule the world before he learns. OK, we're going to stop the masics before he almost learns everything and then can rule the world trying to know everything.
0: But if he knows everything, won't he just like whoop, disappear like that other one did when he picked up the rock?
2: Yeah, but it's what happens as he's trying to achieve that. Hmm.
0: <clears throat> what do you got in your pocket there?
2: Uh, Me6 box.
0: What? What does that mean? The, so you're not going to kill him? You're just going to put him in a box?
2: I mean, that's eventually where they go as they go back into the me box.
0: And it's not going to hurt him?
2: I mean, can a Me6 feel...
0: I didn't even know a mesics was a thing.
2: This is very interesting. Mm. Yes, mm-hmm. yes. Um, so mesics don't feel anything. I forgot. I should have led with that. Uh, Mesics—they're mm. here one minute, they're gone the next, and that's all you all you need to know. And we're just here to clean up the mess of somebody else.
0: Okay, I'll be back in a second.
2: I'm uh, go back inside yeah. and
0: close the door? Mm. Oh, and I want to open the door again. Can you guys keep it down out here? Trying to work out a situation. Maybe, like, stay a bit hidden or something. What? I uh, close uh, the door. Okay. Master me So you have to put your finger where?
3: Oh, yeah. Uh, so, like, like right up there and push the hemorrhoids. Oh, hey.
0: Uh, <laughs> hi. Yeah. Looks like you got all your books moved. I did. I was just
4: learning some very interesting things from your friend here.
0: I bet you were. Sully does know all the most interesting things.
4: I mean, he told me 99 jobs out of a 100-job
3: book. What was the last job? Oh, a bitch ain't one.
4: Oh! Oh! <laughs> 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 <laughs>
2: You see him kind of stop and puzzled as he kind of, you see his eyes roll back into his head as his hands move up and it's almost like he's trying to count, but he has mitten hands, so it's like he's counting one, one, two, one, 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 zero, one, one, and then he pops out of existence and his robes drop to the ground.
3: Oh God! I broke Miss Amisik. What did
1: you, what, Sully? What did you do?
3: Well, no, guys, I think,
0: Sully, I think, I think you save the
3: day. What? No, that doesn't sound like me. From the list of jobs, I just finished telling him about how to put hemorrhoids back into a person. I'm not entirely sure that that is anywhere on par with saving a day. Well, unless you're that person who's getting those hemorrhoids pushed back in, because let me tell you.
0: I'll explain everything, but. And I opened the door. Can we come in yet?
2: Yeah, oh yeah, we're still here.
3: Well, great news. Great news. Good. He disappeared. Yeah, I destroyed the blue guy. I'm so. Uh, are so...
2: Are you sure he disappeared or didn't learn to teleport and is now just somewhere else?
3: Well, how could I
0: possibly know that? I he need to can I come
2: in well his his robes fell to the
1: floor wouldn't a teleporting person take their clothes with them?
2: Uh, look sometimes with uh teleportation or time travel or anything like that sometimes your clothes can't go with you but if you let me come in I can do a quick test and then we'll be done
0: okay well grandpa big
3: dog
2: that's me grandpa big dog badass no. name
3: my man badass name Hey, Are don't you me- make me have to kill you. If I let you in here,
0: am I going to have to kill you? Because I'd really <sighs> rather not.
2: Look, you can't kill me. You might be able to kill uh, Kath Silverson over here, but you're not going to be able to kill me.
0: I mean, I like your confidence, but. Okay. Come on in.
2: He steps in and, like, pushes past you and, like, stumbles up the stairs. And the three of you see him pull a device out of his pocket. It's got, like, a s- sign reading it goes across a it, and it's got lights up on the top, and he's looking at it. He's like, yeah, okay, Seth, Kath, it's time to go. Music's gone.
4: All right, Grandpa Big Dog, do we got to clean up anything here?
2: No, these, these people won't understand what just happened. Where, All right. where did he go? Uh... Back back home. Back home.
0: Are you guys going to go back home now?
2: Yep. And you see him pull what looks like a small crossbow out of his hand, only it's like a, sh- a very shiny steel. And he points it at the ground uh, kind of near you and fires it. And then this green wash of energy comes out over the floor And he pushes Keth in and says, all right, time to go. And Keth goes, ah! And he jumps in behind him and the green wash of energy sucks up. And Grandpa Big Dog and Keth Silverson are gone now.
3: What the fuck just happened?
0: So, I don't even know if I can explain. They created him, he was created to complete a task, they made a different one for me. He did a task and then he, poop disappeared, and then... But they told this one. Wise Master music. he had to learn everything in this whole world, that's why he wanted all the books, and he needed to get all of the knowledge in the world before he had completed his task and he could disappear. So, Sully, your incredibly important hemorrhoid knowledge (laughs) was the last thing in the world he hadn't learned.
3: That's amazing, Sully. So I think your
0: key saved the day.
3: It does more times than you can imagine.
0: Love, love,
2: The intro music Long Road Ahead is by Kevin MacLeod of incompetech.filmmusic.io. The song Rick and Morty Remix is by Leslie Y at soundcloud.com slash L-E-S-L-I-E-W-A-I. All other music, sound effects, and ambience can be found at epidemicsound.com. A huge thank you to our supporting producers, Christian Brown, Creighton's Raven, Devin Michaels, Gabriel Lynch, Jacob Madden, Joshua Dixon, and Cat Waterflame. To become a patron, visit Patreon.com slash DumbDragonCast where you get exclusive content, including an entire exclusive campaign, dungeons downtime episodes, early access to our new show Facing Fate, as well as a whole slew of other amazing bonus exclusive content. Visit Patreon.com slash DumbDragonCast to check it out today. Today's patron, I didn't write it down. Uh, Thank well, you. I, I, I didn't, didn't write it, it down.
4: down. <laughs> ah, Tom. ah, you guys are so funny. <laughs> ah.
2: We find Moot, Glim, and Sully standing out in the street in front of a house. <laughs> Did you just kill someone, Carlos? Yeah, what
0: happened, Rich? Is that? <laughs> I'm sorry. I had my phone, and the things kept making noise, and it wasn't my phone, but it was making me paranoid. It was my phone, so I tossed it gently Treated. onto my chair that is outside of my booth. And it landed and then bounced not gently onto the floor. Perfect. So that was the face. I'm very sorry, Russ. We've made it
2: three
0: seconds into the I know.
2: It's okay. I messed it up first by not having the patrons. It's fine. Okay. Dungeons and Dragons is a Dumb Dragons production.
0: The Fable and Falling Network, where fiction producers flourish.
3: My friend Shayna was like, just so you know,
0: everyone in the Villainous League is coming to kill you. And I was like, oh boy.
1: Imagine NPR in the MCU, the Daily Planet style desk. Car talk for jetpacks.
0: It's these American supers,
1: 100 invisible. The speech bubble. It's sequential. The utility belt. Superhuman Public Radio is a fiction podcast telling the hilarious and heartbreaking stories of people in a superpowered world. I thought I was going to die. An invisible car in Chicago. A wee super villain. These are the stories that fall between the panels of comic books. I think they knew that I didn't mean to do that to Arizona.
4: Wasabi.
3: He could kill himself.
4: Kid, I feel like you're not giving this problem your all.
3: No, no, but yes, I guess most people would call them a death squad. Ta-da.
1: Superhuman public radio. Superhuman stories.
0: The only limits are your imagination, and I have a wild imagination.
1: New episodes every Wednesday, wherever you get your podcasts.
0: This is SPR. Name the supervillain, and we've done the game. But these Wall Street types that lack the answers to, yikes.